When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? First Wednesday since we come back, and it's a glorious thing. Just got an email from a guy that says, Dude, you say people are stupid about Instagram like Jack Ducey. My idiot son is 17. He was posting himself smoking weed on his page while he was at his mom's house and she was at work. He honestly said to me when I caught him, dude, no one was home. I didn't think I'd get caught. (laughs) They don't realize what social media is. He was alone, so he thought everyone watching was in on the secret. Worst part, I'm on his Instagram. I got a private account. He sent it right to me. Yeah, I'm raising a future janitor. What an idiot. Future generations don't understand the ramifications uh, even less than the ones now. I, I just don't get that. I don't understand that. I'm 48 years old. If my dad was in a position of prominence uh, right now, 73-year-old man, and he's, tell, he's trying to tell an entire state, guys, just cooperate, and his own son's not listening, it doesn't matter. At 48 years old, my dad would just bang on my door and come in and just knock me around for half an hour. It's like, you got to be kidding me. It's, it's a funny shot, though, and the, and the – uh, the, it's just sideways. The guy's an idiot. Jack Ducey. And we read now. Just the line of his work. Yeah. Yeah. We read now that he's a. He's a music mogul. He's a music mogul here in town. Jack Ducey. For who, Crescent Room Music. I, I want to talk to Jack <laughs> I work for Crescent Room. Look, I got a lot of local artists, yo. And one of his excuses is, we're in different businesses, yo. I'm a player in this game. He's just the governor. I think Jack uh, Ducey. I don't know him. I've never heard him talk, but I think I'm pretty accurate I'd on, the, on the douche-sized uh Yo, player, I got to get these local artists some play at the ballroom. <laughs> you're not, you're not a, a music mogul. You're an entitled little prick is what you are. And uh, what, what, what artists does he He have? didn't say. Oh. It just says including a local artist managed by younger oh, Ducey, who's in his early 20s. Manages local artists. I'll see if I can find out. How much is. money are you pulling in managing local artists? I mean, it depends on how much the girlfriend of the drummer makes a year. <laughs> None, because the band's not giving you anything. So hopefully the uh, drummer's dating a girl whose dad worked for Motorola and high up, and she can fund some of this with her 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 trust fund. Oh, yeah, Jack it's Ducey. Not he does have a LinkedIn page. Does he? Yeah. Does it say, yo, media <laughs> mogul, yo? Partner slash client management for Crescent Room Music. Yay, yay. Management for the powerhouse. I don't know what the powerhouse yeah, is. That's one of my bands, out. yo. That's one of my bands. They was playing that lit party I was at on New Year's <laughs> Eve, son. My dad's got his bitness. I got my bitness. <laughs> I'm Jack Ducey, bitch. YOLO. I don't listen to my dad, and you shouldn't either. That dude's a bitch. 
You just made your dad look like an oh, idiot. Oh, man. Jack. You make him sound a little too strong. I f- picture him a little think, more like no. Jesse Pinkman. I think he looks like Jesse yeah. Pinkman, but yeah. he probably sounds, yo. <laughs> look, my dad's an ice cream mogul, bitch. And I sling in ice. Look at my fingers covered in ice. I'll freeze you out. Man, I manage local bands. I manage the best local bands in the city. I'm a player, yo. I got them all. I got Emerald Isle. I got Archetypes Collide. I got Goth Brooks. <laughs> I got all them bitches. I can throw a party because I got to. Got to stay in the limelight here locally. You don't get bands to play Crescent Ballroom unless you out there. They're going to need their free beer and $150, yo. Nile Theater. Nile Theater. I booked that right there, mother. I'm Jack Ducey. Ice Cream Records. That's right. <laughs> Cold Stone Screamery. Oh. <laughs> That's what I call that. What you laughing at, son? I guarantee you Jack Ducey is hard to be around. Especially if you're Doug Ducey right now. I don't know. He threw a heck of a party. Yeah, he did throw a night. He's got a lot of friends, I'll tell you yeah. that. Or, or he was the one everybody's like, oh, great. Jack's here. Let's go. Break it up. But uh, look, here's the thing. I was watching The Bachelor uh, last season, not the new one, which I find fairly interesting so far. But the last one, there was a guy on there who every time his name came up, their job comes up underneath. And usually it's not an impressive job. I know the one you're talking about. The boy band manager. Yeah. And he was 40. <laughs> Creep. Boy band manager. And never once did he mention, by the way. No, I am. <laughs> I run boy bands. <laughs> like, he didn't say, like, he did, like, if you were, if you were a good saying, boy band I was thinking that had to be, he's doing that as a joke. Shouldn't you just be a band manager? Like, you're a, you're, you're, yeah. narrow, management. you're narrow casting down to only boy bands, bitch. Only boy bands. I think he wanted that on purpose. I like Lou Pearlman did. Why? So you could lose and be an embarrassment? hilarious. Well, he wasn't a funny guy. No. No, he was a very intense. At first I thought, oh, asshole. that's funny. Then Boy band manager. Hilarious. But Jack Ducey, he'll manage your ass if you were a boy, you were a girl, you were a child. I got five or six kindergartners joining their uh, elementary school corral. These bitches are the sh- I tell you what, I'm managing that right now. That's a dude that like goes and pokes his head on your Instagram or your home movies and calls it like a resume for his acting career. <laughs> I was in 30 movies last year. Home movies, Jack. Home movies. Come, No, man. My resume's like the Manhattan phone book. I'm in movies all the goddamn time. I'm Jack Ducey. We just got signed, man. La Deuce Records. Yeah, you got Cold Stone Creamery looking at you right now, and I'm thinking maybe you guys is about to be our featured artist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Here's some Rocky Road. That's, a, that's on the house next time you pay him. <laughs> I'm trying to find his LinkedIn page here. The Man. full access. I got to get his profile. Oh, so Jack Ducey. And this is and see these are the ramifications of acting like a like a douchebag when your dad's and look everybody can argue that his dad's done uh, fair to Midland at best with this whole thing as far as his message is concerned. But when his son's not even listening to him, all of his critics are like, "See, can't win. You can't win, and you're not helping, Jack. He must hate his dad. That's what I'm getting out of this." Boils down to daddy issues. This guy says, I'm picturing John C. Riley from Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's actually yeah. probably. I'm not a raper. I'm <clears throat> Jack Ducey. <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. I'm wrecking it, Dad. I'm wrecking the whole thing. That would be awesome if he was kind of adult. I'd rather. It's one of the <laughs> Does two. Does he have a brother? You don't think he isn't? I mean, <laughs> I think he's dumb, but I want him to be one of those 
kids who thinks like the you know, the Scott Disick type that really never accomplished anything in his life other than marrying one of the Kardashians and then and now he's he runs a clothing line. I'm like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm an influence. No, you're not. You're just you're married to a girl who's popular. That's essentially your career. He was assistant tour manager for the Vagabonds for a year and a half. Who? So that's what I. Awesome he wasn't even like on his the, LinkedIn well, here. That's how I got my start, son. Went to Brophy. Of course, he did. yeah. That's awesome. University of Mississippi. Sigma Nu frat. The thing I was oh, best at giving out, man. <laughs> for a little while, I, I thought I'd have a career handing out the J Deuce juice because the ladies seemed to like it so much. <laughs> I'm J Deuce, yo. Uh, Rick says, how many uh, albums do you think he's released as Ice D? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the only one allowed in the state to do that voice for him, by the way. I'm Jack Doocy, bitch. I hope there's a press conference and Jack Doocy is exactly like I want him to be. I heard that bitch on the radio. He he bitching about local artists. He nothing more than a local DJ. I wouldn't manage his ass. He ain't got no skills. Cold Stone Screamy don't want that. Jack Doocy out, mother. Now that Dr. Dre's got himself brain damage, I think I got an opening. I'm going to get my ass up in there. And Doug just shaking his head. It's his mother's fault. When we get home, I'm going to punch your mama right in the mouth. <laughs> He's in his 20s. He still splits time between the two. Yeah. No way you could come from my loins. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, can we get some yeah. rush puppies? Hey, Dad, can we drop over to Portillo's? There's no way you come from my loins, boy. You tick turd. <laughs> and how uncomfortable is it when the phone rings? And you see dad on the on the screen. Like, yo, yo, y'all, shut up. The governor's on the Pops phone. Pops is up in Pops, here. Pops is going to be up my <laughs> ass for your party. Yo, what up, dad? What up, uh, D? Yeah. What up, governor? <laughs> we need to talk again, Jack. You're an asshole. Again, Jack. My dad, if, that, oh. if I would have pulled that, my dad would have treated me like Fredo in The Godfather 2 and just <laughs> shot me right in the back of the head. God. How many, how many times my dad me. wasn't uh, – my dad wanted to kill me the day his friend said, is that your daughter? Because I had long hair. <laughs> That's my son. And on the way home, I thought I thought he was going to take me in the desert and shoot me for that. I'll never – we, we went to the – they were building uh, – I remember if it was the Meredith Berta thing down in Casa Grande or if it was still the – my dad's company did the Civic Center uh, back in the early 80s and again in the early 2000s. And when they would build, it was the best thing as a kid because I got to go to football stadiums that were being built. I was the first person on the field to catch a pass at West Virginia Mountaineer Stadium, which made the whole trip to Morgantown worth it. Me and my friend Todd were out there playing catch. The day they laid the action. Bebop got the catch. Bebop and I played. Bebop. Yeah, we played some some football right there on the turf the day it got laid. And then my dad's uh, whole crew got to play a football game. On the Mountaineers turf. It was awesome. That was an awesome thing. But they used to, when they would build, before they would wall up, you'd just get the concrete slabs. So I had remote control cars. And there's nothing better than 70,000 square feet of open space with a few pillars in there. And I, so I took a remote control car down to the thing, and he'd take me on a Saturday, and he'd get some stuff done. And I remember standing there with my, my tube socks up past my knees with turquoise stripes, my OP shorts that barely went past my tiny little uh, penis. Long, flowing shirt. blonde hair. And a half, a half Nike shirt. And long, puffy blonde hair. That was just 
I'd shake it out every once in a while. I'm running my Camaro Z28 remote control car, and I remember hearing it echo through this giant thing. Is that your daughter? 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 <laughs> it's my goddamn son. 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 <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I think you're talking about me and my thigh-high socks. And we got in the car, and my dad goes, you're cutting your hair. That was the first thing he said. It might have been the only thing he said to me all day. You're cutting your hair. Really? Because ah, I embarrassed him at work, uh, flitting around like a fruit fly. <laughs> and back, look, I understand it's 2020. The morality of 1983-84 doesn't apply. Dads back then didn't want their kids to be girls. It wasn't cool. Were they right or wrong? I don't know. I didn't have a. I didn't want to be a girl. I thought I was being the best boy I could be, but I was heavily influenced by my sister and the things she liked because I thought her friends liked this kind of thing. So I was dressed. I think they were playing a trick on me for about seven years. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how'd that work out for you? <laughs> it, didn't. it didn't at all. It was bone dry. I was no J-Deuce. I couldn't pull the wool. J-Deuce pulls the wool. I could have taught you about that, yo. When you were seven, you went as a Cowboys cheerleader with your oh, sister and her friends? Look, you're like Mark in that. <laughs> they would always tell me how cute I looked, her friends, when I had these. I remember the day it happened. I pulled my socks up past my knees, and one of her friends, uh, last name was Erickson. <laughs> Christy? Don't remember the first name. But she goes, you're, you're so cute. Well, really what she was looking at was what girls look at. It's like, you're wearing the cutest socks I've ever seen. Like, she liked my outfit. <laughs> She liked what, yeah. like she would wear. There's times I watch porn, and you know those those uh, eighteen or barely legals and things like that. Yeah. And the younger and they're dressed like I used to dress in the eighties. Like the girls are dressed exactly the way, like thigh high socks. I don't know why I pulled those socks up so damn high. And My then dad you clipped them. Then you clipped them down from your underwear. You had those little. Straps oh, yeah, I had the straps and and the thong, and that's all I'd wear out because I thought the girls all thought I dressed real cute. She's saying you're so cute, but actually what she's saying is you're not going to get laid yeah, for another oh, no. 15 years. You're, you're an adorable gay. And I've always and, and look, it's, it, it goes on to this day. Last night during the news, I text Brandon Lee because he did a story with a lady whose mascara was insane. He interviewed her. And I said, it was actually a really good interview. I said, but should a mascara boy helped her out with the mascara brush a little bit? She was all over the road. And he texts back, uh, I love you. If you were gay, I'd date you. And I'm like, I hear that from all the gays. <laughs> Get in line. Yeah, get in line, <laughs> Brandon Lee. Now, if I ever text one of the hot girl, like a Caribe Divine, it's a great story there. Don't you think you could have helped her out with her makeup a little, Caribe? Caribe's never going to fire back. Man, I'd bone you in a heartbeat. If you weren't married. <laughs> but, man, you know, Brandon Lee, you know, look, I just get in line. I've read his book. For God's sakes, it's not an impressive <laughs> thing to be on Brandon Lee's hit list. Everybody's been there. But, uh, yeah, he texted me. So I've always had this thing with the gay guys who dig me. And the hottest ones. Like, Brandon Lee's a catch in the gay community. I got no interest in that. But he, you know, he'd bang me in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. With or without the socks, huh? I'd be his rosebud. <laughs> Made Brady picture it. <laughs> yeah, with the socks. If I wore the <laughs> socks, forget it. Brandon, leave his news desk. 
You like yeah. to carry that around a little yeah, bit. I don't know. Look, I can have him anytime I want. Look, if I wanted to make the switch, that's what would want me right there. That gorgeous piece of meat. Yeah, mascara boy. Can't get got the text to prove it. Yeah, I, I, I screen cap that. I'm not going to lie. I'll read the whole thing to you. You show it to Troy and Michael, make him jealous over there. Or I what? will. <laughs> Look at that. God, I love you. If you were gay, I'd date you. And then like a big laughing emoji. <laughs> All I did was make fun of a woman's mascara. That's what you do to impress the gays. You you call out some, you call out some bitches makeup. <laughs> but I've always had it. But my dad, uh, he thought I was going to be gay for sure. What are you going to do? But back in that, back when I was twelve years old and looked like a girl to his friends, that was the end of it. Like that was he was going to put a stop to that. I can't imagine what Doug Ducey's trying to do to the J douche. I'm Ice D, Daddy. I'm Ice D. You can't mess with me. You ice cream. I'm ice D. I will ice you. Is that him? Oh, he's almost exactly what I pictured. Is that the J douche? I believe so, yeah. All right, Jack Douchey. Oh, yeah. One of his uh, projects, Forbes he's in, Music. He's in his orange shoes and his orange coat. At the Varsity Tavern in Mesa. Or yeah. in Tempe where you can find me. I'm scouting out. talent, ho. Look at me, son. Oh, no. He is the J.D. He is. This is. I have accurately portrayed him. <laughs> just from photographs. Is that his girlfriend? Good kill, dude. Nah, just some candy. Some Randy, uh, Some candy he keeps running. This is one of my artists. <laughs> Jessica. Her name's Rocky Rowe. <laughs> he names all of them after ice cream. There you go. Oh, the J.D. is playing ball on the couch. <laughs> this is from my modeling shoot, yo. <laughs> I'm repping my ass as a model. Oh, is he sitting on a Porsche? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. He's sitting on the hood of a rented Porsche. Casually waiting for my debut single, <laughs> Undercover, to drop this maybe, Friday. Maybe that's – that might not be him. That I don't know. If that, I don't think that's him. It might be his manager. I think that's one of his I'm managing fans. that, yo. I got that. Is that him? This is or him. Is he, okay. This is him for sure, but he, he made looks like his, Little Dicky. He made his account private. Oh, so the other guy was one of his artists. I think so. But they look just alike. Yeah. Hey, hey. God. <laughs> Come on out and see my new girl group, Strawberries and Cream, yo. You think he'd let me follow him? Yes. Try it. All right. Do it. I like the artist. He goes to the Porsche dealership. Can I oh. take a picture on the hood for my debut single? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. What? Let me talk to my manager. Douchebag no. wants to lean on one of our expensive cars. Man, I'm at the the Ferrari dealership getting the with a car service. I don't have a Ferrari, but they have, it's the same place I have to go. Your and Pinto. Did I take a picture of this? Yeah, I got a I got an old '77 Ford Pinto. It's got some back end damage, and I needed these guys to fix it. <laughs> so I, I went in there to get the oil changed, and I'm walking around in the showroom, and it's all Ferraris. And I told you the time that. I pointed to the uh, kind of an ugly brown one, and I'm like, Megan, what do you think this runs? I don't know, hundred thousand. At a zero. It was a million, like wow, 1.1. It was loaded for bear. And this other one, and now, and that was the last time we were there. This time I'm out there, and I, you know, I'm walking around the showroom for a second, just waiting for my car. And uh, I noticed something new because they're tired of the Jack Deuces of the world. Every single car has a sign that says, don't touch. Not do not, not please, not just don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> it's like a woman's boobs. Don't touch the Ferraris. Knock it off. Don't even think about it. Yeah, all you local artists that want to sit on this, all you future boxers that want this to be your – you rap, 
stay off our cars. The, the Ferrari Maserati dealership's like, no, 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 no. We're so sick and tired of you broke dick rappers that come in here and lean on our stuff and take pictures of yourself. You know Don't photo touch night is Monday. <laughs> right. Get out of here. Don't touch it. You're not allowed to lay a finger on stuff that's for sale. And the black and gold one that was in there was 340 grand. And I'm like, I'm going to sell some pretty much everything. And then <laughs> I'm gonna- take a loan. I want that that Steelers Ferrari. But the, the first thing they tell you is, please don't touch that. Don't. Don't do it. Why? We know you can't afford it. When Get the Chevy Chevette rolls yeah. in the parking lot, the <laughs> gates just close. Yeah, we know what you're uh, – you drove in in the dirtiest Jeep we've ever seen in our <laughs> lives. And not on the outside either. So it's a grocery getter with just water bottles all over it. So, yeah, they don't want you to touch it. But it's the J-Deuce. My dad's the governor, yo. We're going to lean on your Ferraris if we want to. Strawberries and cream. Go lean up on that hood. Oh, God damn. I'm doing some managing today. Hurry quick before the manager comes out. Yeah, hurry up. We're not allowed to touch this. Yo, I'll call my dad. He's the governor. I'll shut this place down. There's got to be one that's at the picture of the desk, the governor's desk. Debut single oh, coming yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Large and in charge. My name's Double yeah. Scoop. He's got his feet kicked up on the yeah. desk and everything. Two yeah. scoops. I'm two scoops of badass. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Slabs <laughs> I started this new one you know where I got my uh, I got two girls and they hot right they hot two white girls and then they got their black friend they got an African American girl in their band they called Two Scoops Vanilla and Raisin <laughs> they're gonna be amazing they leaning on Ferraris we, we busted out on the Jaguar place cause they was yelling can he you, leaned up on Ferraris. Jay Deuce getting it done, managing. John, can you please call your friend Jamie Kennedy because Jay Deuce and B Rad yeah, need B-Rad. to really do yeah. <laughs> need to do Malibu's a most wanted. Put <laughs> your Brophy. hands together yeah. for Double Dutch Trophy Prep. Let me hear you scream for my latest creation. <laughs> I'm turning him into Jay Z. <laughs> Number five. They coming up, Brophy Prep. Jay Deuce Productions. Double scoop on the hill. You want a pint of action? I'll give it to you, girl. Come out my tap. I've, I've made it so I actually hate the governor's son, and I've never actually – the first time I even seen a picture of him was this morning. But you're just the dumbest person alive, and you deserve the ridicule for that. That's just – your dad's 100%. trying, you know. And you just gave all of his enemies fuel, and all of his supporters are like, oh, his kids don't even listen to him. And you just seem like a real douchebag. So, congrats. Well, he's got some more bands that'll – Got their attention. Yeah. Sign with them. Got exposure. I got this uh, mulatto girl. This mulatto girl. Her name's Carmel Swirl. Man, she's so good. Oh, yeah, man. She's going to be good. Jack Deucey's Carmel Swirl live at the Brophy Prep Park outside. We didn't really get permitted. But she's going to be rapping. (laughs) Go out there, Carmel Swirl. Make it happen. Tell me about this band. Banana parfait. <laughs> well, these dudes have dicks. <laughs> I mean, they be hanging. I saw them when I was trolling around Brophy Prep, and I'm like, you kids is packing. I got a few beats out there in my rented car. You want to be managed by Double Scoop? Because I'll do it. <laughs> Two scoops of money, man. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations, Deucey. You're... you're Arizona's biggest douchebag. 
Anyway. Jeff Flake's kid's like, oh, thank God. Yeah, thank Jeff God Flake's somebody, took, like, somebody took the crown. I thought he had the coolest <laughs> rap name in the game. N-word one. <laughs> Deucey's going to be in trouble because, yeah, he's good. I, I hope he does a press Deucey conference can't get later. out of that office soon enough. I think he's just ready oh, to be He's done. ready. If I was him, I'd be, Give me a new business. I'd be drawing up plans for my new brick-and-mortar ice cream shops with new uh, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be back in the ice cream game. People liked you when you sold ice cream. I don't mind. I don't look, Doug. I've said it from the beginning. I don't think any politician was in a position to win this. Uh, no matter what, there isn't a like I, I, the best. Newsom, the best thing anybody. any governor said. I think Doug Ducey said. I think he handled it poorly, but I don't think anybody could. When he said, "Look, nobody's winning this thing," he goes, "If there was a governor in another state that was knocking this out of the yard, we'd do exactly. We'd follow that blueprint." But nobody's doing anything. Newsom's terrible in California. Ducey's terrible here because nobody knows what to do next. And they've done a they've done a bad job because it's up to us to be personally responsible. You ask all of you ask 35, 40 million people in California, hey, everybody get on the same page and be personally responsible, please. Not gonna happen. You're not getting any results out of that. And then you're gonna blame one dude for that. But now we can blame one dude, the J Deuce. <laughs> Have you heard Waffle Cone's new single? Waffle Cone is unreal. Now he had an acne problem, so his face looks like you know. Oh come on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like somebody was you know. Swatting flies off his face with a bat full of nails. But Waffle Cone, his head's a little pointy. <laughs> DJ Sprinkles. <laughs> DJ Sprinkles for my gay friends. I got myself some DJ Jimmy's. Yeah, I don't know. It's just <laughs> He takes all of his dad's flavors. DJ Jimmy's. <laughs> don't forget to tip, yo. <laughs> That's the reason I stopped going to Cold Stone Creamery. Hit the bell. Because they, yeah, if you gave them a dollar, they made a production on it. I'm like, hey, dickheads, I don't need you putting a spotlight on the buck. You made me feel guilty for actually doing it. And they'd start singing that stew. Do they still do it? I haven't been there in forever. I stopped going because of that. They have great ice cream. I stopped considering Cold Stone. I think they still do the bell. I don't remember the singing. Oh, they do the and there's a couple other producers that are better. I stopped going to Creamistry because that kid's uh, booger that he was wiping all over the counter. I couldn't what? go anymore. Ah, it, was awesome. it wasn't it wasn't a worker, but they they nobody ever yells at kids in kid places. Like you go to Toys R Us and whatever, and they're allowed to booger up. Brady wouldn't do it to his own daughter while she was trying to service chips. And I'm I, I'm the asshole, and I'm happy to be that. We're at Creamistry, which has since closed uh, over in uh, Camelback and Central, and it was right next to Lou Malnati's and all. And great. And I'm standing there, and this family's got their kids, and this one kid is, you know, two knuckles into the left nostril, and he's pulling out stringers. Oh, and while like, looking through the glass, watching the, like Willy Wonka. He's production. right up against where they're doing the, yeah. the, the making the smoke, and he's putting it right, and he's just like doing the run, like making roads with it, right Streaking on the camera, whoosh, right there. Oh. Mom and dad are doing the and I'm waiting for my ice cream, and he's over at the table now, whoosh, throwing another bar across the back of the chair. And I'm like, I've touched. I'm. We're leaving. I don't. We paid for it. We're leaving. Like what? We're never coming back here again. I can't not see that. And all the employees are looking. And you want the parents to do something, but it was just so gross that I couldn't go. And it's not Creamistry's fault. It's just now the sour taste I have in my mouth that there's boogers all over the place. High five. No kids. Yeah. No G deuces in my future. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, I can never have a J deuce moment with my dipstick son. That's why I didn't eat a porkopolis, because all I could picture was Kirby's finger <laughs> with that ball booger on top. That, that curly that burn end on that, the It was a curly Neal basketball. So he was doing like ah. globe trotter tricks with that big green planet. 
she pulled out of her head. I thought she ripped her brain out. And then she reached into a bag of barbecue chips that said family size on the bag. They were for all of us. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And she looked at me like, you see it. You know what I'm doing. I just pissed on, on these chips. These are mine. Good morning, little angel. <laughs> I love your first day of school. Great kid. But that's all I see forever. She could be 30. And I'm like, you're the kid with the planet boogers. Oh, she'll be hearing that story. Planet boogers. Oh, it's planet booger. I've never seen and And when Brady's brother-in-law came over and thanked me later, thank you so much. Because he saw it too. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, bet, JV. No problem. I'm here, I'm here to take Artisan the, craft sandwiches? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the first question, Brady, did Kirby help you make those sandwiches? She sure did, Daddy and Kirby Derbs. And they couldn't call her by her name. Kirby Derba Barber Burbs. Every time she had a name, it was different. Help Daddy make those sandwiches. I'm like, all right, lunch is canceled. Nobody eat those sandwiches. That little thing right there just pulled a planet out of her nose and then put it in the bag. So I don't even want to know what the safety measures were for the food. Were you like Chevy Chase on vacation with no. a sandwich? Real tomato <laughs> boogers? <laughs> nope. I just called off lunch and we went to a Mexican restaurant. The whole family. She just, dropped it in the uh, Sedona sinkhole and made a wish. Whatever she did. Yeah. Ugh. Blech. And I can still picture it. I can smell it. I can smell her booger planet. Like from here. I'm pretty sure I know what it smells oh. like. The same way I created Jack Ducey fairly accurately. I know exactly what that what the makeup center. It was like a gobstopper. It had like a powdery center. <laughs> Cheetle. And Cheetle she looked it. at that and looked at me. <laughs> spinning that ball on her finger. Threw it out and it came back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she then she went into that circle with her friends, and they started to play ball with it. Oh, so gross! But yeah, Creamistry was out, but Creamistry was out for other people's reasons. That Coldstone singing that song and ringing that bell for me giving you a tip, and then when you didn't give a tip and there was no song, it was even worse because you you walked away from the transaction and nobody made a peep. So now you're the guy in the place that didn't do anything. It was terrorism. They were basically terrorizing you into. They were shaming you into giving money. And their ice cream is good, but there's too many ice cream opportunities. Churn, churn over there by the Windsor on Seventh uh, Street, Missouri. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know if there's another one in the city. There's probably one, a couple other now. But that place is awesome. And they shut up. You take the order, you pay them, you you complete the transaction. There's no showboating afterwards. And you get your goddamn ice cream and you leave the way it should be. I don't need some. Happy, happy, he tipped us. Happy, happy, he tipped us. That's a dollar for my college. Shut up. Just wanted ice cream. I didn't want this. It's the experience, sir. No, it's shaming. You guys are awful. But J-Deuce is in there going, yo, I just signed a girl that sings the tip song, yo. Just the tip. Just the tip's her name. Yay, yay. Daddy, you need to open more ice cream shops. I need more flavors for my artists. <laughs> artists. I love him. Have you seen the that tag team is back on the Geico commercials? Yeah. That they're done. Pretty good. Oh they're, my yeah, it's God. Great. Those guys oh, are so, yeah. But they're done. Chocolate chip and yeah. rock and roll. <laughs> they're like, should we sell out? <laughs> yeah. Geico offering us a lot of money. So contagious. <laughs> We're not going right to make it. In that room. <laughs> that 90s vanilla ice show that Scoop. wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Scoop, there it is. (laughs) And it's like, oh, my God. You're talking about that. Jay Deuce's next artist. Yeah, man, I'm I'm bringing bringing him back. Bring it back. Tag team. (laughs) Scoop, there it is. 
Hey, yo, this double scoop from ICD Productions. My name's Jack Ducey. How you doing, bitch? Hi, Jack. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was talking about artists. Uh, hello, Mrs. Jefferson. Is your son home? <laughs> <laughs> J. Deuce. If you get a chance to look at that party, do it. And It's on his family's guy. It's a I've, good party. I've never been to a place that crowded. And if I have, you know, the only place I've been there that's that crowded was the NCAA championship game for basketball when Tripp and I were at that and, and it log jammed and I actually started getting nervous because it was four, it was a four way, like people going north, south and east, west, and we were all trapped inside and it wouldn't move. And that was when I was, Joe Crixton, your friend was next to me and yeah. we were sitting there and like, I, I've never been in any place like this before. I smashed into the guy in front of me, somebody, everybody. Crammed, crammed in there. I'm like, this is awful. This is the worst place I could possibly be. Made me so uncomfortable. And Jay Deuce's party looked like that. So, To Doug Ducey, supporters or otherwise, I think parents in general can recognize, oh, man, do I understand. I hope my kid never does that to you. And yours, you're on that road, Toledo. Sorry. I'm- Your kid's going to be an embarrassment. Yeah. Close. He's going to have one of those Instagram moments. Because he's done dumb stuff on his Instagram. Gets right back to you. Yeah. Like, you got to be kidding me. He's but look, dropping F bombs, and I'm like, look, your family is tied into <laughs> your stupid social media. What are you doing? I'm, I'm you know, I want to be an artist, Daddy. I want to be an artist. Where's this accent coming from? I want to be DJ Jazzy Trevor. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Alex. The dude hammered my bob. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I got a bob, yo. You can't stop this. You can only hope to contain me. We washed out the blonde, by the way. Oh, he's no longer blonde. Oh, no. We're back to brown. Oh, he's not going to have as much fun. I know. <laughs> no more Jane Mansfield. <laughs> now he's more of a, a Jane Russell. There you go. Yeah. He just needs bigger cans. Yeah. And that cross your heart, bro. <laughs> not far away. He's getting big cans, too. Sorry, Brady. Drop the Brady thing. <laughs> wait, he's getting big boobs? <laughs> he's, put, he's putting so on wait, a little, little Your COVID kid's weight. got huge cans. Brady's daughter's got a mustache. <laughs> yeah. What's and going on? And giant pontoons. It's Freaky Friday. <laughs> oh, that was a great Because I did. I ordered some shoes, and I wear a size 12, and they sent 10s, and I can't send them back. And I told Brady, I'm like, they're the same size as Kirby's feet. And the other day, Brady reminded me, bring me those slips. Over. Get those slips. <laughs> Kirby's waiting. I forgot them again today. I got to get those out. You're going to like those. <laughs> Kirby's, I like that I can share shoes I wanna, with I want to see if she will try them on. Of course she will. They might be a little small. I think they're 10s. They're not 10 and a half. They might be a little tight. I don't know how that happened. I got all my shoes came in 12s, and then one was a 10. 10 and, it might be a 10 and a half. I don't know. But they're Kirby's now. Because I know who I get. I can't give them to you. They're way too big for you. <laughs> at least, at least they fine. get some. Yeah, well, they stretch. So, Does Kirby have wide feet too? She got the full Brady Bogan combo. One on one foot, one foot wider than the other. Oh, what? That's possible? Painting quite a picture. Yeah. Man. You know what Brady's doing, which is smart. He's keeping his daughter a virgin until she's 70. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big half a foot? Yeah, no, she got one big foot, a mustache. <laughs> It's got uh, three claws on it. and Oh, yeah. Really hairy. Impressive. Very impressive. That's smart. You and Toledo, too. Toledo's kid's probably going to get laid, though. That's the worst part. Well, he does have some cans on him now, so. That's right. That's what I'm saying. I didn't say by what. (laughs) (laughs) I was on the Oculus the other day, and a girl was on there with big cans and hair like Toledo's son. (laughs) 
socks like mine. Alex? Alexis? Kind of like, it was, yeah, it, was just, it was just a morph of me and Toledo's kid and Kirby. It was weird. The sea oculus, as I like to call it around the house. Because it, it's what it's for. I don't play games on that thing. I'm not, I just watch big screen porn. I don't like the VR porn, though. Sometimes they're too close to you. Like they're almost like behind you, they're so on top of you. I just make it a big screen TV. It's pretty cool for that. That's kind of neat to disappear into that world. But anyway, what's on the big board of musical treats today, Brad? All right, on the Action Ride Shop board, uh, don't forget Action Ride Shop, specializing in all things downhill, mountain biking, skiing, and now's the time with the, all the winter hitting up there. Get your, uh, get your reservations in, get your rentals, your snowbirds, your skis, all the gear. Action Ride Shop on Facebook and at Action Ride Shop on Instagram. And uh, we've got tons of stuff. Uh, anthrax spreading the disease. Ghost, Slipknot, Clutch. Dr. Dre making an appearance up here on the uh, Not on the yet. Board. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. Let's, Motley Crue. <laughs> I will, we will do it if he drops. I will gladly. Because I yeah. think he is. We the, did Warren G. I, you know? He is the epitome of rock and roll to me. Rock and roll is an attitude. It's not music. It's turned into a music, but yeah. it is an attitude. And there's nothing more rock and roll than what was going on in the early 90s with Dre and the Rockers. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was exactly what rock was, which was the attitude of screw this, we'll do it our way, and it's all reinvented. I think Dr. Dre's a pioneer. <clears throat> I, you know, I love his music. Yeah. I, the music's great. Oh, absolutely. It's inventive, It's and it's not. And it hasn't been the same since they did it. No. I think they were the pinnacle of rap music, and then there's been- He changed it. He changed the, he changed 100%. the game. 100%. Uh, Recycling loops, yeah, but well, I mean, he did it. I mean, it, it, he changed crazy. the whole sound. Yeah. It went yeah. from that Run DMC type sound to yeah. just to the real easy. gangster. Just yeah. it was the stuff that white people used to like. They make fun of like, my name is Joan, and I'm yeah. here to say yeah. that was old rap. And then what they did was like, what in the world is that? Just telling stories. Yep. That was and crazy. they were crazy and unrelatable. Yeah, and still awesome. Whitey yeah. sitting there go, oh my god, does yeah, that yeah. really happen? Yeah. White parents are like, children, <laughs> J- Jack Ducey, you turn that off immediately. It's gonna, it created the Jack Ducey. It will that's warp true. your that's brain. True, that's actually. all it did. It did. Well, it that's did. not so bad. No. Oh, it I'm isn't? Sure. No, it is. It's terrible. <laughs> if it turns into a Jack Ducey, then. Uh, but I think I think in honor of uh, Doug Ducey, we, we got uh, Static X, I'm with Stupid. Yeah, all right. I like that. That, that seems good. kind of fitting. I agree with that completely. For the J. Dukes. Yeah. So, John, you know the governor is going to get a call back home from Chicago. And the uh, the boys back there not happy about what they're seeing with the sun. So you're going to handle this, Doug, or you want us to uh, drop by and take care of Jack for you? I got it. He'll be fine. These guys are asses. Yeah. I, I Double Scoop Deucey is my new favorite thing. And I, and I will welcome you, Jack, on the show to explain yourself. There's no way I would say oh. no to that. And, and... If you did come on our show, we will play your artists. <clears throat> Bring on strawberries and cream and two scoops and raisins. <laughs> Bring them on, man. I love that caramel swirl. That's my girlfriend. I met her over there at Xavier Prep when I was tooling around doing an artist search. Signed her on the spot. Coleman High Schools for young talent. <clears throat> He's in his early 20s. Is that yeah. what it said? Yeah. Yep. Ugh. You know. It doesn't hurt the uh, politicians all that much. It can. It's a little headache. Oh, it's But a in the past, you think like, oh, they're done. But none of them, I've, I, I can't think of one that, that like ruined their election 
or that ruin. I think. I mean, I, you think about. Uh, there's been a lot of politicians, from presidents to, you know, <laughs> a, the brother. Uh, is it uh, Bill Clinton's brother? Oh, Roger. You had uh, Hunter Biden who had some headaches. Oh yeah, but that it can it can carry Don Reagan or was it Ronnie Junior or Ron Reagan? Ron Junior was gay it up a little bit. Yeah, and he and he, he was gay and, and his he was dad, outspoken about his dad. His dad said, "We're not going to do anything for AIDS. That's your problem." And he basically was kind of making the whole community say, "It's just we're not doing anything for but, you guys." But that just kind of undermines Doug at yeah. this point. I oh, mean, yeah. he's telling everybody put masks on yep. and social distance, and then his son is right there just doing the yeah. complete opposite. So now, now what happens if he? God forbid, wanted to close the businesses again. You know, I mean, right. it's kind of people are just going to be like, dude, we're not going to listen to you. Your, your, kid, your doesn't. kid doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I so, got a text from a friend that says, uh, don't use names. Uh, a buddy of mine said that his son had to babysit Jackie D in quotes. It says escort in the beginning of pandemic to make sure he didn't douche around because <laughs> he's a douche. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got to fly. I got to spread my wings. I got loose from my escort. We gonna have us a pajama jammy jam. <laughs> oh, Jack, you deserve every bit of this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What the hell? I'm not cool with this at all. K U P D.